Welcome to the Loving God, Loving People podcast, a podcast where we dig deeper into what it looks like to live a life where in the end, all that matters is God and people. Each week, we will have candid and authentic conversations about how every day brings a fresh beginning and that the best is yet to come as we work together to help fulfill the mission that Jesus has given us. Now, here's our host. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome. This is uh, something we're trying out that is brand new with all the quarantine, COVID, all that. We suddenly became YouTubers, and now we're going to be podcasters. And so we're going to give this a, a go. That was so inspirational, Robert. Was it? I I have never been more motivated. I'm looking right now, and I can anything. see our, our listeners are just, it's through the roof. It just keeps climbing, <laughs> this introduction. I'm so motivated right now to have this conversation. You've good. inspired me. Thank good. you. Good, good. Yeah, I was hoping that this would go well, especially this introduction, because we're talking about hope. And as we've been planning out all of our series, typically what we do is we get away for a day and we plan out, hey, here's what we feel like we want to talk about throughout the year. We put everything in a spreadsheet and we're excited and we're like, yeah, this is going to be great. This year, it's been a little bit different. Yeah, that all changed six months ago with COVID and uh, we've just kind of been taking it day by day and praying through, still picking series at a time. Mm -hmm. But um, in current reality, with everything going on, man, it just felt like we need to talk about hope. Yeah. So, so talk us through what was what was your thought process as you're looking at life and you're just trying to gauge society and wind and all that kind of stuff. And you, okay, this is where we're going to go. How'd you get to that conclusion? Well, hope is the belief that tomorrow is going to be better than today. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't, I don't know that any of us are waking up in the morning thinking that yeah. that tomorrow is going to be better than than today. Um, especially, you know, the whole pandemic, and it's hard to know what reality is. Mm -hmm. um, you know, reality is determined by which news source you get it from. Yeah. Uh, so I try to listen to everybody and then divide by two. And then hopefully that's that's reality, as well as I make phone calls to people we have that work in hospitals and all that. So the whole pandemic thing, it's hard to know what's really going on. Uh, and then you add uh, racism, which is very real and horrible and is a massive sin issue. Um, and so you had uh, those things take place, the riots, all that. And it feels like to me, because um, I, I wake up you know, certain days and and I'm not feeling very hopeful. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't feel like the United States of America anymore. It feels like the divided States of America. Sure. Right. We're supposed to be, and I'm going to be a preacher for a second. We're supposed to be, you know, one nation under God and we're a divided nation wondering where God is. Mm -hmm. And so just in praying and thinking through it, um, our ultimate hope is in Jesus. There's a certain hope there. Um, but when our faith is tested, like it is in current days, you know, we tend to drift. And so, and just praying and thinking about it, I was like, man, let's focus on hope as a church, not just on a weekend, but but for 40 days. I mean, let's let's really dig in. What does the Bible say about, about hope? So we started this thing, um, 40 Days of Hope. I'm asking everybody to, you know, be there on the weekends, uh, whether it's online or, or in the room when we come back to that. Uh, to get in a group, either either online or in somebody's home mm -hmm. in, in person, uh, do those daily devos Monday through Friday, and then uh, those prayer times with us uh, Wednesday at seven. But for forty days, we're going to focus on on hope. So why? I'm going to pause you just real quick. Why forty days? 
Because you see that throughout the Bible, you see 40 days, 40 days, 40 days. What, what is it about 40 days that makes it so special? Well, man, it just sounded spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so 40, 40 uh, is a special number in the, in the Bible. Uh, 40 is actually a number of, of preparation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Moses goes up on the, on the mountain and is there 40 days, 40 nights, and he, and he gets, you know, the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus fasts for 40 days, 40 nights, and his ministry begins, which is the ministry of grace. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, when God cleansed the earth with the flood back in the Old Testament, you know, we, we've, we've made that story of Noah's Ark goofy because we, you know, put it on children's walls uh-huh. and all that, but God wiped out the earth with a flood. It's not a cute thing. Yeah. But the cleansing of the earth was 40 days, 40 nights. It was preparation for the new. And so that number 40 kind of prepares us for the new. Um and so what I'm hoping for our people, uh, frankly, what I'm hoping for my family and in my own life is this preparation for the new, mm-hmm. uh, because I do think we have brighter days ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is an opportunity just to take hold of that hope and experience the newness that Jesus has for us. So how does somebody know if they have hope or don't have hope? What is it? What are the indicators that, okay, maybe I'm feeling a little hopeless other than just like the emotion or, yeah, I feel hopeless today. Is there any sign, any indicator of, no, that person has hope, this person doesn't have hope that you could identify? Yeah, well, I mean, look at their face, right? (laughs) I mean, people that have some hope tend to smile every, you know, Mm -hmm. every so often. Um, There's actually, there's actually three kinds of hope. I'm going to talk about this in the, in the sermon, but there's, there's three kinds of hope. Um, and, and, and there's one that we really want to rest in, in the three. So the first kind of hope is wishful hope. Mm-hmm. This is like when you're late for a meeting or whatever, you're driving and you're sitting at the red light and you're hoping that thing turns green, right? Uh, wishful hope is when you go and buy a lottery ticket mm-hmm. and, and you've got, you know, you're hoping you're, you're going to, you're going to win. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say this in the sermon, but I mean, you got a better chance of being struck by lightning twice mm-hmm. than, than you do of winning the lottery. Mm-hmm. I love everybody, but it, you know, it's like dumb and dumber when Lloyd's talking to Mary and You're saying he, he's like, so what, what, what chance do I have here? And she's like one in a million. And he's like, you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yep. So if you buy a lottery ticket, that's between you and Jesus. But in essence, you're going, you're saying there's a chance. That's wishful um, thinking. That's wishful hope. Yeah. And, and quite frankly, it's worthless. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the second kind of hope is expectant hope. Uh, expectant hope is better than wishful hope because expectant hope is you reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. So if I plant a garden in my backyard, I'm, yep. I'm expecting there yep. to be an outcome. Uh, based on past experiences, based on what you've seen. Of how life yeah. works. Yeah, I'm working it. There's some logic so I, I'm involved. not wishing it. Yeah. With expectant hope, I'm working it. So um, – you know, I'm I'm filling out the job application. I'm, I'm working out in the gym. There's an expectant hope for better days ahead, and I'm I'm working it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those things don't always come to pass. Sometimes life gets in the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it rains really hard. You know, when the seeds wash away, the garden gets destroyed by animals. What bugs? Whatever. Yeah. So that's expectant hope. Uh, what we're talking about for 40 days is is called certain hope. Mm-hmm. And the certain hope of the scriptures is God can't lie. All his prime, there, there are some things God can't do. Uh, God can't get lost, right? He's already yep. there. Yep. Okay. Because he's everywhere at the same time. So, what can God not do? Well, God can't lie uh, because it goes totally against his nature, who he is. He's, he's holy. And so, um, 
you know, there's thousands of promises. I don't know the exact number, but I think it's right around 7,000 promises in the Bible. Some already have come to pass. Some of them are coming to pass. Some of them will come to pass, Mm -hmm. but God can't lie. So we have a certain hope in, in Jesus. Um, and that's the hope we're talking about for the next 40 days. It's not wishful thinking. It's not optimism. It's not even expecting. It's not that we're working it and, and it could come to pass or maybe not. It's a certain hope. And, and what you want to worship, what you want to you know, ground your life in is something that is certain. Yeah. And man, we need that right now. Everybody's faith is going to be tested. So what do you do when your faith is tested? Well, you take hold of the certain hope that you have in Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So far, so good on all the promises of the Bible. All the things about Jesus, all you know, hundreds of prophecies and all of that. So the Bible's got a perfect track record. So we're just we're gonna go with it's gonna continue to have a perfect track record on what's to come and what the future holds. Yeah, and 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 again, all of our faith is gonna be tested. Mm-hmm. I mean, right right now, um, all of us on some level are going, what the heck's going on? Yeah, you know, um, there's so many things that are out of our control. It's a window into my soul as as a leader. You know, you, you want to make wise decisions based on reality. Um, you can be the wisest person in the world, but if you have the wrong information, you make a fool's decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so the hardest part of a lot of what's going on is what's the right information? Yeah. Because uh, I'm hearing one thing from over here and one thing from over here. And then, you know, everybody's tribal and everybody's in their camp. And I'm going, what is reality here? You know, so so you pray and I, I talk to, you know, people who are actually in the know instead of just looking at what's on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think our faith is being tested and I, and I think um, we are kind of going through a storm mm-hmm. and uh, there's an anchor of hope for our souls and it's the certain hope of Jesus. So as all this stuff has been going on, because you're in it too, when it comes to the unexpected and... Stuff with schools and kids and all that kind of stuff. As we record this, it's uh-huh. the first day of school, <laughs> and, and, and the Gilbert system because yeah. my kids are in the in the Gilbert school system uh, crashed. Yeah. So my seventeen year old is up at seven thirty. So that's already yeah. Welcome to school time, you know, because <laughs> we've had this summer, and he gets ready and it's not working. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's a meltdown, mm-hmm. right? And then and then uh, I go to make a phone call. They're not answering the phone. We're getting emails. So. Yeah, stress. Yeah, it's our kids' first day of school. And the only thing I've heard is I got a text message from the school saying, don't call us. Our phones are too busy. <laughs> Just... Yeah, we're all trying to figure it out. So, so. during this time, there's, there's, I'm guessing, moments that you felt hopeless, whether it's in a moment with the roller coaster up and down. What are, what are some of those moments that you go, yeah, I've, I was feeling hopeless or struggling with that during the last six months? Um, yeah, all right. So I'm just going to keep it 100% real right now and be vulnerable. So uh, we went on vacation. My wife and I uh, and the boys go on vacation in July. It's this normal rhythm that we do. It's kind of become a family tradition. Mm -hmm. Good time to get out of town. There's two things in the tradition. Uh, One is we go to the beach Mm -hmm. north of San Diego. We we run a, a place there. Uh, and we watch Nacho Libre. So those those two things. This year we actually did not watch Nacho Libre because you know the world's crazy. I, I, we miss that tradition. But anyway, that makes me want to watch it right now. Um, but you know, I'm I'm on vacation. Um, I, I I I would come back uh, a few times to work, uh, maybe to record something or give some leadership uh, to our staff or whatever. Um, and every time I come back, I'm just coming back to the same problems. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, when is this thing going away? And so on one level, uh, I'm trying to rest, which 
which we all need that. That's mm-hmm. rhythm of life. God actually commands us to do that. And so if you're like, pastors shouldn't take vacations. They only work one day a week. Uh, I love you. You're clueless. There's tons of pressure. It's every day. It's a 24-7 job if you allow it to be. So I, I, I needed to, to, to do that. Um, so I'm trying to rest and on the, on, at the same time, you know, the, the stress of it all remains. And then I have a teenager and I had a conversation with my teenager and it, it just like put me over the edge. And I, I actually, to just confess this totally, I, we're at this condo in California and I just went back to Katrina and I's bedroom and I just sat down and I just started to cry. Mm-hmm. And at first I'm thinking this is because my teenager's a teenager and it's hard, but it wasn't. It, it was really just kind of um, a culmination mm-hmm. of all the stress. I think that all of us are feeling mm-hmm. And and that kind of was, you know, was the thing that tilted me over. And so emotionally now I'm letting out, which letting it out, which was actually very, very helpful. Um, and and bluntly, I I don't feel hopeless. Um, the human soul has to have hope. Uh, we can live days without food. Um actually we can live a lot of days without food. We can live a few days without water. We can live some seconds without air. Uh, but the human soul begins to die the instant it loses hope. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the way God made us. So I, I, I haven't, I haven't felt hopeless, but I, there have been times when it's just overwhelming and mm-hmm. it's more, when, when is it going to end? Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, right now it's just persevere time. Yeah. Uh, our faith's being tested. The Bible talks a lot about pressing on, marching on, walk on. I, I think we're in one of those kind of moments and there's great hope. Uh, and so again, in the series, Let's just take hold of it. Yeah. And, and we're going to be very practical. We're actually going to walk through the Lord's Prayer. Um, the top five things that make human beings feel hopeless are actually addressed in the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. And so I can't wait to share it with everybody. I can't wait for you to share what you're going to share, Robert. And uh, I think it's going to be very helpful. So I was reading uh, Romans 5. And in there, Paul's talking about suffering. And he, he connects it to hope. He says that, uh, I'll just read five, uh, verse 3. It says, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. So, okay, this is great. We're suffering. Yay. Uh, glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. So he makes this connection of suffering to perseverance and perseverance uh, to character and character to, to hope. Um, talk through the, the connection between character and, and hope, how are those two things linked together? That's a great question. Um, you're, when you were a kid, so when I was a kid, I'm a little older than you, but when I was a kid, well, they used to do these physical fitness tests. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. And and the whole class is watching how many pull-ups you can do. Yeah. Right? And you don't want to be the kid who just has to hang there and they have the timer to see how long that, you can hang That's there. right. So I would put down my bag of Doritos <laughs> and reach up and try to do as many pull-ups as I could. And I'd be like, oh, man, I hope the girls aren't watching. And they always were. Um, physical fitness test is there to evaluate where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that you can make improvements. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody that's ever gone to a gym and you've got a trainer, that's how they start you off. You go through the painful reality of what your body fat percentage is, right? Uh-huh. Or, or however it works. Um, I think right now our faith is being tested. It's it's like when a tube of toothpaste gets squeezed, you know, mm-hmm. whatever's inside yep. comes out. That That's what's happening. 
And so uh, in, in, in many ways, um, as we walk through this test, this is a great opportunity to grow and get stronger, which is what the verse means. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you can rise up out of the situation and get the balcony view, which is God's view, which is the view the apostle Paul has when he writes that, is he's looking down on the situation and he's saying, okay, this is an opportunity for me to grow. Mm-hmm. And so uh, again, you know, how do you do that? Well, you take hold of the hope, and, and it helps move you, move you forward. But I think we're getting squeezed right now. What's inside's coming out. This is an opportunity to persevere, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of, I've said this before, to kind of grow through what you're going yeah. through. Yeah. Uh, but that's a decision. But everybody's irritated right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm irritated. I, I wear a mask. I want to be respectful, but it fogs up my glasses. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I just look like an idiot. Yep. Uh, we're irritated by all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, right now, what, what does it mean as our faith is being tested not to give up, but to grow up and, and to, you know, persevere and get stronger? So one one last question on this topic, and then I have another one for you. Um, one last and then another one? Yeah, but it's oh, a different topic. So got it. Okay. when it comes to hope for our people, people who call Sun Valley their home, um, how, how can they be givers of hope in the midst of all the craziness, all the uncertainty? Because the balcony view is easy when you can see beyond 24 hours. I yeah. think it's hard to see beyond that. But how can we be ambassadors of hope, carriers of hope, givers of hope? Well, first thing I would say is don't be a cheesy Christian. Okay. Um, Meaning? Well, one of the reasons why people want to punch Christians in the face is when somebody's telling their Christian friend, you know, I'm having this hard time, and the Christian friend says something like, well, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, let me give you a meme. God's good. Um, How we can best encourage people that are having a hard time is to literally say, this sucks, and I love you. Yeah. Uh, and I'm here for you. Uh, Jesus said it this way, um, you know, carry each other's burdens. And in that you fulfill the law uh, of, of Christ. Um, Jesus talked about carrying each other's burdens. That's what that means. Uh, this sucks. It's real. It really sucks. It's really hard. Uh, biblical hope is not optimism. Mm-hmm. Uh, biblical hope is the certain future that we have in Jesus. It's something different. Uh, now, I'm for being an optimist because that's always better than being a pessimist. Uh-huh. But really encouraging somebody is to acknowledge that this sucks and this is hard. Uh, and I love you and I'm with you and I'm your friend. Yeah. And, and we're going to get through this together. And both I, of those things together. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's acknowledging the pain instead of ignoring it with some cheesy cliche. Mm-hmm. It's acknowledging the pain and saying, I'm here with you. And I do believe in a certain hope. Yeah. All right. One last question for you. Uh, if you could have anybody play you in a movie, who would you have play you? <laughs> the Rock. The Rock. Explain why. Because I wish I looked like The Rock. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 pretty easy. Yeah. Um. Maybe I should have put some thought that just immediately <laughs> that just immediately popped out. My eleven uh, year old when we were in California was like, "Dad, if you could be any actor, who would you be?" And I said, "The Rock." And and he said it, and I said it actually at the same time. The Rock's just cool, man. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Johnson. Now I don't want to get up and work out at four thirty every morning and you know eat low carbs. Mm-hmm. But other than that, <laughs> I would want to be The Rock. Who would you be? Oh man, who would I have play me in a movie? Yeah. Like oh, a, oh no, would, no, it's not who would I, I changed it. I went with, I went with Jackson. No, Jackson's no, I want to know who would you have play you in the movie about Chad? Oh, I got it wrong. Yeah. It's okay. We all make mistakes. Oh man, what's, uh, you, you know who I, I, I see myself in sometimes is Martin Sheen. 
<laughs> I don't know if it's the hair or it's what. It's got to be the hair. He's older, so yeah. part of me's like, you know, obviously I want Brad Pitt to play me because of the likeness, but mm-hmm. I see myself in Martin Sheen and <laughs> the characters that he's played. He's short and he's got good hair. What do you? I mean, what do you want? <laughs> All right, that was good. I think people really that was wanted, awful. People wanted to know. There that. was no prep work for this podcast today, just so everybody knows. Yeah, it's who, real. Who would, who it's would raw. You, who would you want to play you? You know, I I prefer to ask the questions and uh, and just let you kind of figure it out. I, I didn't really think through what would my response be if you countered this. You one. You totally I mean, put me on the spot with that. Yeah. No, I think. Um, it, no. So if I could be anybody, that's an actor. I'd be the Rock. Yeah. And and probably if somebody was gonna, I would want somebody like like Martin Sheen. He's just cool. Yeah. But then part of me wants to say Brad Pitt. You know. Yeah. No, I definitely. And and this is not uh, a resemblance thing. Um, yeah, I think Brad Pitt's a good choice. I think I'd have to go with Brad For you, Pitt. you're yeah. right. It's not a resemblance thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, I'm just saying. I think I think he's a good actor. That's a beautiful man right there. I don't even yeah. care. I think he would do a good job with the role, you know? Yeah. I, if he Very was in nuanced. the room right now, I'd just have to stare at him. He's just that good looking. <laughs> well, let's make sure that makes it into the final cut of the podcast. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we do a little Are preview. you kidding me? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for taking time and, and kind of sharing your thoughts. And If Brad Pitt was in the room right now, I would look over at him and how good looking he is. And I'd think to myself, I wouldn't say it out loud because I love Jesus and want to represent him well. But if I saw how beautiful Brad Pitt, if he was in the room right now, I'd just think, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just honest. I'd be like, what's the matter, God? Why not me? Anyway, let's well, move on. He'll get old too. So. We're talking about hope at yep. church. And yep. That's important. And it'll help you, the hope you need. All right. Well, I didn't really think about how to sign off on a podcast, so I don't know how you want to end this other than me uh, just saying thanks for taking time and talking about hope, and we'll continue talking about it in the future and some other stuff we got coming up. Well, I, I'll just make a leadership move. If you haven't signed up for the 40-day challenge, we're challenging everybody to uh, you know go on the journey with us when it comes to hope. Go to hope.sv.cc and take the 40-day challenge, and uh, we'll learn about the certain hope of Jesus together. All right. Sounds yeah. good. Thanks, man. Thanks for joining us this week on the Loving God, Loving People podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to us so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this conversation, we'd love it if you left us a review or shared this podcast with a friend. Doing that will help us reach and help more people meet, know, and follow Jesus. And lastly, You're always welcome to join us online or in person for one of our services every week at live.sv.cc. Thanks for joining us.